Welcome to another episode of 6-Minute Monday where I give you six tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one is the exercise tip of the week. We're going to be talking about sprint mechanics, specifically the acceleration phase. When you're in the acceleration phase of sprinting, your body should be in a straight line at a 45-degree angle to the ground. The straight line, I mean your foot, your hip, and your shoulder should all be in a straight line. And what that will do is that will maximize your ground reaction force, and that will propel you forward as quickly as possible and hopefully giving you the most distance per stride. So I don't want you to overstride. I don't want your foot out in front of your body. That front foot should be tucked underneath your knee, and your back foot, should, again, should be in a straight line with your hip and your head. Do not leave your hips behind you. Don't let your head go out too far forward. And uh, again, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Okay, thing number two is the exercise that I am experimenting with. So I had a crazy thought in my head. It's probably completely wrong, but uh, I'm experimenting with it anyway. My thought was, well, when you're weightlifting, maybe the reason you're getting stronger or bigger is not because you're overcoming weight. Maybe it's because of the intramuscular tension that you are putting on your body and the intramuscular tension you're putting on your body because of the load. The load is forcing you to brace and to connect all your body parts and really overcome that weight. So what if you don't have weight? Can you get the same effect by just putting that same tension on your body as if you had the weight, just by having this mind-muscle connection. And maybe, is this better for your joints? I don't know. I'm messing around with it. Uh, we experimented with our guys at the park. I know for me, I've really felt a great pump, and I've really felt like I've been engaging more muscles than I have been before. So, what is it? Uh, you know, the greatest example, the simplest example is just the, the basic curl, right? So stand up right now. I want you to stand up. I want you to squeeze your entire body. I want you to squeeze your hands, your forearms, your bicep, your chest, your stomach. Dig your feet into the ground. Squeeze everything. And then on a slow four count, I want you to do a curl up. Do it up. One, two, three, four. Squeeze everything. Now when you get to the top, don't just let your arms drop. I want you to actually pull down as if you're pulling a weight down. And then pull it down. One, two, three, four. If you do that for five reps and you really connect every single muscle to your mind, squeeze, feel everything, feel everything working, I promise you you're going to get an impact from it. I don't know if it's going to be the same as curling 80-pound uh, dumbbells, but just try it. I'm still experimenting with it, but I felt like I had a sick pump. I, had an, I felt sick the next day. Uh, my joints didn't hurt, but my muscles were activated. So give it a shot. Let me know what you think. Okay, thing number three is the quote that I am thinking about. It is, he who already knows can't learn. So what does that mean? So if you are coaching someone or if you're talking to somebody and the first thing they say is, I know. Like, I know. I got you. No, they, they're not listening. If they already know it, they can't learn from you. I've had this happen many times as a coach. I had it happen a couple times last week when I was trying to tell people to, at a minimum, listen to my coronavirus podcast. Look, it wasn't me saying I knew everything. It was me saying I've collected some thoughts that other people knew. Maybe just give it a listen. Tell me what you think about it. And some people just outright refused because they thought they already knew. So if you think you already know or if you're in a situation where somebody's talking to you and you keep saying, yeah, I know. Yeah, sure. I get it. I know. You you're not learning at all. Absorb. Listen. Maybe that person's right. Maybe that person's wrong. But I always like to give that person uh, the time to hear what they're saying to at least 
validate if I'm agreeing with what they're saying or not and not just saying I know. Okay, thing number four, the book or movie that I am reading that is really uh, getting into my head. So the book that I am reading right now is Eleven Rings by Phil Jackson, and he's talking about the 11 rings that he earned as a championship coach with the Bulls and the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, what's pretty cool is that as I'm reading this book, well, what comes out is The Last Dance, which is the documentary of the, the last season of the Chicago Bulls. And what's, what's pretty crazy is I was talking about this book with some guys that I train with, some guys I coach with, and they're saying, look, man, you could never have the modern athlete run this triangle offense. And then as I'm reading the book, this is the triangle offense. It's an offense that Phil Jackson liked. It was a, you know, a team-first offense. It wasn't centered around getting one guy 100 points. You know, it really kind of working around or meshing around the, def- the way the defense was given to you. And as I'm reading the book, I'm seeing that the great Michael Jordan, he didn't want to run the triangle offense because he wanted to be the scoring leader. Unfortunately, his team never won a championship until they ran the triangle offense. So now he becomes a big fan of it. Fast forward to, you go to the Lakers, now he's got Kobe Bryant. He didn't want to run the triangle offense because he wanted to be the scoring leader. In fact, and i got to remember my facts here a little bit, after winning three championships in a row with the Lakers, Kobe Bryant has Phil Jackson get fired because he wants the offense more centered around him. So Phil Jackson gets fired, <laughs> then they, uh, they lose with another coach, and then they ask to bring him back, and then they win another uh, two more championships because of Phil Jackson. So it's not the modern athlete. I don't think the modern athlete is more self-ingrained than the past athlete. Maybe the modern athlete is surrounded by people that are more self-ingrained than people in the past. I don't know, but all I'm saying is I don't think people have changed that much. I think we just feel like that. Okay, thing number four, the craziest thing that I saw. Well, it's not in the gym. I usually say what's in it. The craziest thing I saw in a gym, but this is actually on the field because we're not working out outside. So I was running by myself the other day. Uh, some guy comes up to me out of nowhere. Uh, it's a guy that I've seen before. It's a guy I'm actually starting to like. And uh, he just, I'm, 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 you know, I, when I sprint, I have a very specific regimen of what I want to do. I'm at the tail end of my sprinting. I don't want to do any, uh, one more yard than I was supposed to do because I have everything tailored to the way my body's uh, fit at this time in this phase of my training. So I'm at the tail end of my training, and this guy comes up, and he's like, uh, hey, man, I see you working out. I want to sprint with you. I'm like, I'm good. He's like, no, no, man, I want to race you twice. And I was thinking, like, man, I don't, A, I don't want to do this, and B, I don't want to lose. So uh, I'm like, no, I'm good. He's like, come on, man. I, I want to sprint with you. So I'm like, you know what? This is not going to end, so let's just do it. So uh, we do a 20-yard sprint. Thanks, sweet Jesus, that I win because I don't know how I would have lived myself. This guy literally just walked out of his car, so it wasn't like he stretched or warmed up, and I was kind of, again, at the tail end of my workout. Then he's like, all right, one more time. So we go. We sprint again. I win again. And then he's like, all right, I need to warm up better. He's like, let me shake your hand. And I was like, absolutely not. We are, you know, we're in a pandemic here. I'm not shaking anybody's hand. So I gave him the good old hard hammer. Uh, pretty, pretty crazy story. I haven't raced anybody like that that I don't know in a very long time. But I actually do like this guy. He's been pretty entertaining. I've seen him a couple times. And we actually exchanged names. All right. Thing number six. Thing number six, the productivity tip. So this is something that I had to do because I've been preaching this a lot. And this is about uh, during the pandemic coming out of the pandemic as a better person than when I walked into it. And I'm thinking, all right, things are starting to slow down. Uh, maybe uh, with the virus, maybe we'll be back, back to normal or quasi-normal or the new normal or whatever you want to call it in about a month or a month and a half or whatever it is. But what would I want to have accomplished by the time this thing was over that I would feel guilty about having not taken the advantage of from this quarantine? 
And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to be really depressed if I don't know what this stuff is. So what I did was I made a list of stuff, a short list, five things that I want to get done before this quarantine is over from a personal development standpoint. What are the five things that I want to do? So I wrote it down, and now every day I am picking off stuff off of that list. Now, these are not small ticket items. They're big ticket items, and I'm realizing that if I'm doing anything, Anything else that's not on that list, it's just a distraction. I have to get those five things done. And nothing else can get added until I get those five things done. Uh, I'm not going to tell you guys what those five things are just yet. They are personal to me right now, but from a personal development standpoint, I got five things. I got to get them done. If I don't get them done by the time uh, life is back to, quote-unquote, the new normal, then I'm going to be really depressed with myself. All right, people. Enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, go race somebody in the park. Bye.